Alfred had still not arrived. Beside Anna, Seb fidgeted, sighed and tutted, and the surrounding cacophony of wailing babies and coughing increased. There seemed, Anna saw as she glanced round the candlelit chapel, to be an awful lot of people there, all better dressed than herself. As she caught the haughty eye of a skinny and impeccably turned-out brunette, Anna dropped her gaze to her feet. Realising that there had been no time even to clean her shoes, she immediately wished she hadn't. Everything had been such a rush. After breakfasting at his usual leisurely pace, Seb had glanced at the invitation properly for the first time, and after much panicked scanning of the Scottish mainland, eventually discovered the location of the wedding in the middle of the Atlantic. "'Fucking hell, I thought it was in Edinburgh!' he roared. "'It's practically in Iceland!' Seb thrust the AA road atlas at her, his stabbing finger a good quarter inch off the far northwest coast of Scotland. Anna stared at the white island amid the blue, whose shape bore a startling resemblance to a hand making an uncomplimentary gesture with its middle finger. She glanced at the invitation. "'Dampy Castle, Island of Skull,' she read. "'Well, I suppose getting married in a castle is rather romantic.' "'Castle my ass. "'cursed Seb. "'Why can't they get married in Knightsbridge like everybody else?' "'Perhaps we shouldn't bother going,' Anna said soothingly. "'After all, she had met neither component of the unit of Toby and Miranda, "'whose merger they were invited to celebrate. "'All she knew was that Toby, or Bollocks, as Seb insisted on calling him, "'was a school friend of his. "'There seemed to be very few men who weren't. "'While his habit of referring to Miranda as Melons confirmed Anna's suspicions that she was one of his ex-girlfriends. Again, there seemed to be very few women who weren't. Seb, however, was hell-bent on putting in an appearance. Abandoning plans to drive to Scotland, they flew first class from Heathrow to Inverness instead, and drove like the wind in a hired fiesta to the ferry port for Skull, Seb in a rage all the way. Being stopped by a highway patrol car and asked, Having trouble taking off, sir, had hardly improved his temper. In the end, they had arrived at Dampy too late to be shown their room, too late to look round the castle, too late to look at the castle at all, in fact, as darkness had long since fallen. Too late to do anything but rush to the chapel, where the evening service would, Seb snarled as they screeched up the driveway, be halfway through by now, at least. Only it wasn't. Ten more brideless minutes passed, during which a small sailor-suit-clad boy in front of Anna proceeded to climb all over the pew and fix anyone who happened to catch his eye with the most contemptuous of stares. Anna returned his gaze coolly as he bared his infant teeth at her. "'I'm going to kill all the bridesmaids,' he declared, producing a plastic sword from the depths of the pew and waving it threateningly about. I'm feeling rather the same way towards melons, murmured Seb testily, when after a further half-hour the bride was still conspicuous by her absence. Then again she always did take bloody ages to come, he sniggered to himself. Anna pretended not to have heard. Toby should think himself lucky, whispered a woman behind them as the vision in ivory finally appeared at the door. Miranda is only fifty-five minutes late, turning up to marry him. She's always at least an hour late whenever she arranges to meet me. There's probably a good reason for that, muttered Seb. Shh, said Anna, digging him in the ribs. 
and noting enviously that Toby clearly did think himself lucky. His inbred features positively blazed with pride, as Miranda, her tiny waist pinched almost to invisibility by her champagne satin bustier, drew up beside him at the altar on a cloud of tulle and the arm of a distinguished-looking man with silver hair and a second home in Provence tan. "'Stella McCartney,' whispered the woman behind. "'Where?' hissed her companion. "'Know the dress, darling. Achingly hip.' "'Aching hips as well, I should think. "'It looks like agony. Poor Miranda. "'Still, it's worth it. "'Mrs. Toby Boucher du Croix du Roi sounds terribly grand, "'if not terribly Scottish. "'No, they're about as Scottish as pizza,' whispered the second woman. "'Hired this place because Miranda was desperate to get married in a castle. "'And I hear Toby isn't quite so grand as he seems anyway.' Apparently he's called Boucher de Croix du Roi because his grandfather was a butcher from King's Cross. No. Yes. Shh, we've got to sing now. Damn, where is my order of service? As everyone vowed to thee their country, Anna sneaked a proud sidelong glance at Seb and felt her stomach begin its familiar yo-yo of lust. His tanned neck rose from his brilliantly white collar, his tall frame drooping slightly.